Welcome to the Good Fight Radio Show, a program dedicated to bringing you vital and uncompromised truths that you won't hear in the mainstream media, discussing contemporary issues in light of the Bible and how these issues relate to family, culture, and the church. The heart of this show is to glorify Jesus Christ and expose the works of darkness as he is commanded in Ephesians 5.11. Now here's your host, Good Fight Ministries' own Chad Davidson. Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries, and with me as always is the president and founder of Good Fight Ministries and pastor of Blessed Hope Chapel in Simi Valley, but we are at Blessed Hope Chapel, Costa Rica, none other than Pastor Joe Schimmel. Great to be here with you guys. Uh, this is different for us, but man, Chad, we've been having a great time. It's uh, getting to know new believers that we've never met before. Uh, not necessarily new believers, but new to us. And, and then we've been doing a lot of you know, street witnessing and presentations. We just did one at church yesterday, and it was neat to see. Uh, we did, they sold their souls for rock and roll, and it was neat to see people come to Christ. And just the team at work, man, sharing the gospel, Chad, and uh, sharing the gospel in the streets. Uh, you guys went out. We had to get our Marvel thing together for tomorrow night, which we're going to do another evangelistic uh, presentation and it was really cool because during our lunch break we witnessed to the guy that he basically ran the gym he's a physical therapist and super nice guy and uh josh and i got to talk to him man and, and he just fully wanted to come to jesus and uh accept jesus christ as lord and savior and said he wanted to pray and spent like a half hour maybe talking to him and he received christ and we heard you had some really cool stories too we didn't we because we met up to do the show afterwards and now we're at this church barbecue but we're doing our show we're being faithful to you guys we love you guys I get the word out there, faithful to the Lord. But my daughter, Holly, which is your wife, was sharing with me this awesome way you guys ministered to the street person. Why don't you show that story? Yeah, it's kind of cool. One of the things that we've been doing out here is we have multiple interpreters for us. And it's good because we've been breaking up into three different groups. And it's been amazing because some of the people we brought out here have never shared the gospel on the streets before. And, you know, a lot of people, when they think Costa Rica, they're thinking, oh, Costa Rica, you guys are over by the beach and stuff. And that's not really what's going no, on No, we're here. like hauling rocks from there to there. <laughs> Big old boulders. All scraped up. Yeah, That's Joe, Joe uh, and some of you guys who follow us on Facebook, you guys already saw uh, Joe actually got stung. I wrote bit, but Joe got stung oh, by a that, scorpion. Bro? Yeah, yeah sorry, I got Joe. stung by a scorpion. <laughs> but, that uh, hurt, I have to admit, man. Yeah, it's no joke, man. Uh, yeah, it makes you think. They didn't of, have to amputate, though. Thank you, Jesus. I was <laughs> minutes later okay. Yeah, amen. And uh, it's nothing like the uh, scorpion stings in Revelation, I guess. So praise It was God under one that. of the boulders we were picking up, man. I'm just like, and all the guys heard me like, ah! What was that? And David's like, that was that scorpion right there, which we promptly killed. Yeah, no, we had a. Jesus gave us authority over the scorpions. That's right, that's right. Devil's got to remember that. And uh, it's pretty cool, guys, because not only have we been moving rock, doing work here, because. For a lot of you, you may or may not know, and I know you guys are going to see on there this, this episode is about the anthem for abortion, comparing pro-lifers to Nazis, and we're going to talk a little bit about the pendulum swinging that goes on and both the hypocrisy of just the entire notion of this recent anthem that has gone out there. Wait, wait, pro-lifers, people that want to save innocent babies from being slaughtered by the millions, like the Nazis who were slaughtering, who were slaughtering millions, like the pro-abortionists? By the millions? Anyway, go on, Jeff. Anyways, I'm yeah. a little confused. We'll, we'll no. have to untangle this mess. No, it is it is a mess, and it's so interesting because we do believe there are so many different prophetic elements to this mm -hmm. climate that we're in today, specifically when we deal with both 
both sides of this, whether it is, you know, the pro-choice pro wanting to murder babies versus the other side as well, where there are some major, major problems, specifically theologically, that we talk about when it comes to mm -hmm. uh, Dominionist, uh, when it comes to some of the NAR movement as well, the Yeah, we do not align theologically with many people, obviously not on the left at all, but also <laughs> on, on the right, we, we, we're Christians. But we share some of the moral values, but we don't share some of the theological values with some of these groups. Yeah, and we recognize the end times, um, you know, I guess deceit that could be mm -hmm. on both ends of that. And, so you know, we are, we are keenly aware of and have a, a real concern for the great falling way that the Bible talks about. Because we do not believe that we are going to be whisked out of here before that takes place. Only because the scriptures say the exact opposite will take place in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Mm -hmm. That... Our episode of Gay, our gathering together back to be with Jesus, will not happen until the falling away happens, Two one events. that Jesus mentioned, mm -hmm. and the Antichrist is revealed. Is revealed yeah. So we think we should be paying attention to these signs. We should be checking what's going on, what hour we are in, and we see both sides of it. Right, um, and there's another side of that too, is we don't believe as the Seven Mountain Mandate people do and the Reconstructionists and the Dominionists that we're going to take over uh, the, the earth politically and rule before Christ comes back. That's, that's another lie, you know, and that's deceiving a lot of people as well. But yeah, Chad, we are in the apostasy because the apostasy as described in the Bible, uh, which is kind of highlighted by what Pink's song Irrelevant is about, is it's championing homosexuality, it's championing killing babies and and both of these things are very anti-family, and she's championing BLM, uh, you know the you know the whole BLM movement, and we we believe radically that Black Lives Matter, but we don't agree with the Black Lives Matter movement because they're very anti-God, anti-family. Mm -hmm. Some the two of the women involved in the, at the top echelons, two of the uppermost were involved in blatant witchcraft, practicing witchcraft. Uh, publicly showing what they're into, involved with the spirit world. And one of their declarations with it was that they were for the dissolution of the nuclear family, yep. which, by the way, Satan and Alyssa Crowley, again, you know, public enemy. Family is public enemy number one. And Chad, that's part of the apostasy because when the Bible warns that uh, times, terrible times yeah. would come, men be lovers of self. And what does it say? They'd be uh, without family, family love, love yeah. without storge, ah, storge. storge. Yeah. and by the way, that only appears two times Chad, in the, all the scripture, astorge. that's one of the few Greek words, we, we have a few Greek words for love in, in the Bible, phileo, agape, agapao, or agape, the noun, and then you have astorge, which is the negative of storge, but it comes up twice, and the other time it comes up is in Romans chapter 1, and that's when it describes homosexuality, mm. and it talks about how uh, they will be astorge, they will have no family love, yeah. and when, you, when you're butchering babies by the millions, as some of the so-called woke people are saying, and you're promoting these lifestyles, that's very anti-family. So there's a lot of irony to what we're going to expose with this, this uh, irrelevant video by, by Pink. And, you know, one of the things is, guys, I want to let you guys know, for you, I see a lot of our regular viewers on here. Uh, I won't be Good able to, to comment. Amen. I won't be able to comment like I normally do on there. So uh, HP Lovecraft, thank you so much. What a blessing uh, you are. And I see you, Isabella. Alan Miller, I know that's a Oh, praise a God. Hi, you. Alan. We love you, Alan. <laughs> love you, all you guys. Uh, you recognize uh, Leah Marie. Thank you so much. Uh, I guess Tony just must have commented. He's back in the States. But we really do have most of the Good Fight team here, except for Tony, who's back in the States commenting with you guys. Oh, hey, Marissa. Praise God. You just, they oh. just had the baby. And yeah. Tony's still working with us yeah. on this project because if you haven't seen it, when you click on, you'll see it. But we said, you know, come up with, you know, show pink 
And I wanted a particular show, uh, uh, thing of paint. And Chad goes, no, the one Tony got is really good. And it's really good, meaning it's really bad because it really shows the essence of what she's about because it shows her sticking the two hands with the devil horns, right? And she's sticking them up on her head, you know, in concert. And she's making the most devilish face. And she, you know, Satan was a murderer from the beginning. So it's no, no shock to me that this woman, Pink, who said she was basically indoctrinated by Madonna, she said, I followed Madonna around like a puppy dog. And well, guess what? That was her role model. So what kind of morals are you going to get from Pink? You know, same kind you get from Madonna, uh, which is very anti-saving uh, babies' lives and promoting poison. In fact, remember, Chad, what did Madonna say? Why did she keep her own? Why do a lot of these artists, what did she say about her own daughter and television? She called it poison, and she kept her daughter from uh, looking at... Uh, television and stuff and she was you know probably the main one played at that time on MTV giving out that poison now pinks followed her legacy no and, and I'm, I'm glad you brought this up and wow Christopher thank you so much you guys what, what a blessing it is to see so many see people on here and so hopefully we'll interact with you guys as well because one of the cool things is we are out here in Costa Rica in fact Pastor David Villalobos I, I'm I know out here it's Villa Lobos I think is how we say it Okay, he's smiling, which means I probably got that a little wrong. But nonetheless, he just came in with us. And we're going to call him up a little bit later in the episode after we discuss uh, the topic of this. But we want to we asked some questions, or we asked him to gather some questions from his flock. And there are some really good ones, Joe, that I'm excited to kind of tackle. And what's cool is, especially, hey, guys, especially for the second half, but if you have some people that maybe are Spanish-speaking, there are going to be some really common questions that take place when it comes to uh, Catholicism and so forth. Here in Costa Rica. In Costa Rica, yeah, yeah. that we might get here, but also you might get somewhere else. And oh yeah, you'll get them in the states too. All, all over the yeah, that's yeah. one of the most common ones. So you guys will be answering that today, and we're excited because if you have somebody who's Spanish speaking, we're going to translate those answers back as well. We'll do as best we can with the mic situation. As Joe already mentioned, you may see in the background uh, in the glass to Joe's left, or I guess it, I think it's if you're looking at the screen, it's Joe's right. Uh, if you're looking at the screen, it's Joe's actual left. But nonetheless, uh, you'll see some people back there barbecuing because we are literally having a barbecue for the church here in Costa Rica. So we're excited to get into that and we want to dig into those questions. But we might even have some time to dig into some of your questions if you have them as well. Just save them for a little bit later because I'm not with Tony and he usually is able to tell me, hey, Chad, here's a good question or that I may miss or I'm able to look at. But I won't be able to look as much. Otherwise, I'm going to look really goofy on this film just watching my screen the whole time. But you guys are a blessing. It's really cool to see so many of you guys, Christina and, and Jacqueline and let's see, AJK and, and just such a blessing to see so many of you guys. So God bless you guys. And I do want to get into the topic of the entire show. We're talking about this new anthem for abortion that is comparing people who believe in the position known as pro-life. And for us, we're pro not only life, but we're pro eternal life. We want to see the baby saved. We want to see the mother who is willing at that time, at least, hopefully we get a lot of women who change their minds and so forth to mm. go kill their babies. We want to see them saved as well. Amen. And even we for those who have made that decision, Joe, mm -hmm. to women who have gone and have ended the life of their child, that they can find redemption in Jesus Christ. And we can set that as the tone as we talk about it, because 
I think, Joe, that so many people think that even when it comes to pro-life arguments, a lot of times people think, oh, well, the women are, are ignorant. And a lot of them are. But man, I've been out there, you've been out there sharing the gospel. A lot of times they know they're killing a baby. Oh, yeah. And, and it's heartbreaking. And like you talked about, and for those who are just joining us, uh, that Astorge. And I think maybe we can kind of set off before we even get into some of the pink song that came out, this anthem. But get us back to what we were talking about at the beginning. This idea of this end times lack of family love, this Astorge that is mentioned both in Romans 1, as you mentioned, and 2 Timothy as a marker for the end times, the perilous times that will come, that people will lack that family love and how that relates, not only the end times, but how that relates to just talking about the pro-choice, pro-life argumentation. Yeah, no, I think it's a great question. Uh, We know that we're created in the image of God and that's critical to understand. Uh, We know that one way that Satan is able, Satan is a, 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 Jesus called him in John 8, 44, not only the father of lies right there, but he said he was a murderer from the beginning. Mm. Uh, it's a spirit of murder. It's a, a spirit of death. The Lord says in the book of Proverbs, Chad, those who hate me love death. And yeah. it's just interesting, the people that are very anti-Christ, and they love death. They love killing little babies, and some of them uh, do it as, as ritualistically. You know, Satanist Aleister Crowley promoted the abortion, or promoted the killing of little innocent babies and did it himself. And as we know, and when you study Satanism, you see that Satanist, a legal way for, you know, to sacrifice children mm-hmm. is by way of abortion. Marilyn Manson, Remember the Church of Satan said he wanted to keep the baby uh, that you know was aborted, uh, and he asked the you know the surgeon if he could take it home, and they wouldn't let him. He wanted, I think, put it in a jar or what have you. L. Ron Hubbard, that leader of Scientology, when his son said he was a Satanist, he said his son said at six years old he witnessed L. Ron Hubbard, uh, who he called a Satanist. He said all I knew our religion was Satanism because he followed Crowley, his dad. This is L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of Scientology. He says, and he said that when he was six years old he witnessed his dad doing an abortion. Uh, on his mom and he said leave the room and he didn't a number them and he was trying to bring forth a moon child he, uh, he, he, he came to understand that it was failing but it's very likely that he was saying hey these are legal ways of and he was obviously sacrificing children there so it's interesting when, when we look at this is one way Satan gets people to kill people in mass is by diminishing their humanity right so when we understand that we're creating the image of God and that humans are, not, are made in the image of God and they have an intrinsic value. They're worth more than many sparrows, Jesus said. And then you look at the Holocaust, Chad. How did the Nazis get around, uh, you know, get people to accept the killing of mass Jews? But they're by, not really humans. Yeah. They're not really humans. And they're how worse. was slavery and treating black people? And by the way, it was Christians that were at the forefront of trying to stop slavery. Wilberforce, Wesley. Yeah. That's right, man. Uh, what did they do then? They tried to claim that uh, African Americans and, and black folks are less than human. It's yeah. the Christians that understand red, brown, yellow, black, or white. We're all precious in the sight, man. That Jesus made us all in the image of God. And then now today, guess what? Oh, the, these babies, oh, they're, I've seen abortionists, pro-deathers, man, compare them to parasites, to tumors, and so forth. So that's one way that Satan diminishes to bring this callousness in the end times. Plus, he gets us to focus on self, that we are our own gods. And since we're not following God and we're our own gods, we have autonomy over not just a part of our body. This is a separate heartbeat if you have a baby in your womb with separate hands, separate eyes, separate feet, distinct from you, its own DNA. It's not you. It's a different, totally different DNA. You are murdering a child. 
Yeah, no, it's so true. And it's interesting because one of the things I was just reading uh, sometimes, you know, part of my scripture, a lot of times I'll read some early church fathers and I was reading Justin Martyr, I think yesterday. And one of the things that when he was writing specifically his apology um, for the Christian church, one of the things he talked about when it came to the salvation, and this isn't as much as related to uh, the baby as even though we'll get into how that actually is related, but uh, when it comes to the hatred of other races and so forth, that Justin Martyr, when writing his first apology, I believe, he actually talks specifically about how with Christians, they're of every single race. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting in such an early, early form of Christianity, not to mention we read the book of Ephesians, specifically, specifically when we understand chapter one and chapter two yeah. and, and seeing that that the Gentiles now become partakers of the commonwealth of Israel and, and the promises of Israel. Just, just awesome. But didn't want to get sidetracked on that, Joe. But that also deals with this end times understanding of ethnic group against ethnic yeah. group that they want to see. And when you look at abortion as a whole, when you see people, and we're talking about, and we haven't even gotten to the lyrics, Joe, so I know I'm messing this up. But either way... No, this is good stuff, man. When you see it, Joe... Quote the Bible, it's and, always good. And you see people going and saying, oh, I'm supporting Black Lives Matter and I'm supporting this, but yet in the very same vein, in the very same video, the entire argument is to be pro-reproductive rights which is the genocide or the eugenics that the founder of Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger, who, by the way, in Pink's new video, she has, oh, Hillary Clinton as one of her heroes. Oh, mm -hmm. who was Hillary Clinton's hero? Margaret Sanger, who called black children weeds. We are talking about Planned Parenthood that was specifically designed to kill black babies. That's, That's right. not an argument. When we look back at the history, it's without a doubt, they wanted to kill black babies, and yet you have somebody saying, Black Lives Matter it was interesting because even in one of the clips, they put all Black Lives Matter, but she was talking about homosexual black lives, which we do believe matter. We just want to see them saved. Their eternal life matters. Amen. But the fact is, is that she doesn't care about all those inner city kids that they are murdering That's ad right. nauseum because this is girls. exactly what... Young black young girls. Young black girls. Amen. This is exactly Amen. what Margaret Singer wanted. In fact, it's interesting that you say that, Chad, because uh, even in, during the Black Lives Matter, some people all of a sudden got, came around, some of the, uh, you know... Uh, pro-death, you know, Planned Parenthood clinics said, wow, some stepped back and they tried to distance themselves, said we don't want Margaret Sanger's name associated with it anymore, even though she's the founder, because they realized she was a racist man, a rank racist who literally worked with Ernst, uh, who was a man, a, a German that worked in, with the Nazis yeah. during the Holocaust, and, uh, you know, she published his, his stuff in her, her magazine and so forth. She was very... Uh, I mean, she said we could. I didn't even, you know, we could spend a whole. And we have a whole video out, by the way. You know, on, yeah, on, on the a, dark on, secrets the of dark Planned Parenthood. Of Planned Parenthood yeah. Where we show many of the quotes where she said all these wicked things. But it's interesting, Chad, because Pink. And I know you're going to get into the lyrics now, but I'll just quote this because right after Roe versus Wade was struck down, five to four vote, right? Uh, the five members and Roberts said he agreed that you know, but he didn't really cast a vote, right? So it would have been six actually, but. Uh, uh, Olivia Rodrigo uh, and Lily, before thousands, thousands of fans, man, uh, they basically named off all five of the justices. They said, "We hate you from the stage." How about hate? This isn't love. We hate you. And uh, Pink responds to the statement made by Rodrigo at the concert. Rodrigo said, "So many women and so many girls are going to die because of this." And I thought, and then. Pink says, thank you, Olivia and Lily. Like, like Pink cares about girls. 
How many little girls have been killed and murdered by Pink and others, what, I should say, by the movement they support? Uh, we got about 60-some million now, over 60 million babies killed since Roe versus Wade here in the United States of America. That would be about 30 million babies, Pink. 30 million, I'm sorry, little girls that never got the chance to become women, never got the chance to enjoy the freedom that you get to enjoy. By the way, the lungs weren't, get, weren't given, aren't given the breath that for many years that you've been, they were given breath through the umbilical cord because they had to breathe just like you get to breathe, but you get God's free air who you can care less about. You take, you're your own little goddess. It breaks my heart though. Do you care at all about the 30 million babies that, that the movement that you support have murdered? And killed. It just breaks my heart because the, the hypocrisy, which you're going to get into, Chad, because when we go through the lyrics here, it's just crazy. The irony, the, the irony is so thick here. The hypocrisy to claim that you care about girls when you're for the promotion of the continuing butcher of innocent little girls. It's not about little girls. It's about you wanting to play God, being able to butcher little girls if you want to. No, it's so true. And this is really heartbreaking. And we want to go over to these lyrics, but we also have to talk about the video because she even in the video makes sure you know that she's a part of this editing of this video and and the pictures are worth more than a thousand words it's true with this video man and when we get into specifically what they're doing with i believe and joe believed the same thing when he said chad you got to see this video that that just came out and i watched it yesterday morning or i'm sorry this morning joe i watched it this morning and looking at it you know without you saying anything i'm like oh i see this i see what yeah, they're doing because the yeah. we see the end times understanding of this not just something like oh this is just specifically something bad but that there's a spirit behind this working with the sons of disobedience and through them to really i believe cast people like us that say we love jesus christ mm -hmm. and we don't want to see people made in the image of god slaughtered that you're the same as Nazis, but we're going to actually get into that. Which the irony is they caricatured yeah. the Jews, right? They're yeah. trying to caricature us. Yeah. It's really interesting. Interesting. So let's read some of the lyrics. This is actually the pre-chorus. I want, I, want, I, I want to read this because, Joe, you gave me the background a little bit from the tweets that were going on. But the song is called Irrelevant. And here are some of the lyrics. It says, you call me irrelevant, insignificant. You can try to make me small. I'll be your heretic you blanking hypocrite, I won't think of you at all, sticks and stones and all that blank, thus Jesus love the ignorant. I like to think he'd gladly take us all. So Joe, I think there's a lot to unpack with just those lyrics right there. Well, Chad, I'm going to flip this back to you, and I definitely want, I want to, I'll, I'll, I'll focus on the uh, uh, Jesus, uh, doesn't Jesus love the ignorant? Uh, I like to think, uh, He'd gladly take us all. Yeah. You had something to say, which I totally agree. We saw the same thing when he, she mentions hypocrite and what she shows in the video. And I thought what you said was good. I thought, you know what, Chad, I want you to comment on that because <laughs> it was pretty crazy. No, it's very interesting because, guys, if you see this video, uh, one of the things that I found really interesting, where it showed some of the hypocrisy of, you know, touting Hillary Clinton up there as a hero uh, <laughs> and uh, when Margaret Singer was killing black babies and so forth and that's what she wanted and that's her hero. But then it's very interesting. She brought up Jesus and that's right after having Hitler up there, right? Yeah. That's when she brings up Jesus, right? Having Hitler, by the way, a, a sign of you'll burn in hell right before mm -hmm. that with the justices face, faces on it. Then you have this situation where basically people who believe this they are hypocrites. People who believe that you should not be allowed, and by the way, to murder babies. This is the least of that the Supreme Court could do, yeah. right? What the Supreme Court 
I believe should do if they were truly walking right would be outlaw the murdering of the individuals that are involved in the womb. Which they didn't. They Which just kicked they it back to the states. That's all they did. It just got kicked back to the states. Mm -hmm. So they did literally the least they can do. And this is how crazy people are getting. Yeah. Because guess what? If you stop the sacrifices to Moloch, people get upset. Pagans right. get really mad about yeah, that Yeah, this stuff. is all rooted, by the way, in the worship of yeah. demons in the Old Testament, right? Chad, where they're worshiping Baal, where they're worshiping Moloch, where they're worshiping these different demon gods. And they literally sacrificed their children in the fire two demons and God said I never decreed this this never came into my mm -hmm. mind yeah. and you know when he condemned it uh, and Josiah tore down the altars and so forth and then this big area where they worshipped all their idols the valley that hit them the Kidron Valley was then turned into a garbage dump man yeah. and and then people bear their waste there and the fires that came up continually Jesus used that Gehenna. that picture of judgment against the murder of babies as a picture of hell and Jesus called it was called Gehenna as well and Jesus talked about Gehenna it's a place where the fire continues to burn and the worms don't die and that's a picture of the judgment of God and his hatred of abortion and the murder of innocent babies. You see, this is our problem, Joe, is I can't even get through a little bit without sidetracking you and myself on this. But it's important. <laughs> These are really important things for us to, to, to grapple with and to understand and to see. There's nothing new under the sun. People have been sacrificing their children for thousands and thousands of years, and God has hated it for thousands of years, and he hasn't changed his mind about it. And that's really important. So back to the lyrics, as we talked about. She says, I'll be your heretic, you blanking hypocrite. But this comes in the video on the heels of calling anyone who's pro-life really Nazis. It's part of the Nazi system, I guess, according to them. And then what you have right after that are people clutching young children because the kids are not all right, Joe, and they're going in there with guns and murdering children. Yeah. What kind of a hypocrite looks at a child, an innocent child, sees them slaughtered, which is what she should speak out against, and I think we should all speak out against that, wickedness, disgustingness, and yet does not see that her own hypocritical ways is for the slaughtering of innocent children inside of the womb. Because she's perfectly okay, Chad, with that little girl that she's showing in her videos, is that little girls, if they're just a little younger, to butcher them and cut them up and suck them up through hoses from the, from the womb. Uh, and it, woe unto the hypocrite in pink is what she is. She's a hypocrite. Wherefore, as you mentioned, Chad, for the life of the child, for the life of the woman. Yeah, women, praise God. I, yeah, women, praise God. Please vote. Amen. Please, you know, amen. You should have the rights that we have. Absolutely, and they do, by the way. But none of us should have the right to kill an innocent little child because your right stops at my nose, man. And your right stops at that baby's life. No, I think that's so important, Joe. And what people hopefully are, are getting out of this as well is to see not only, and Joe, I think it's really good if you can examine that, the part that you wanted to examine as well because well, yeah, we, wanted, we says, wanted to see what, what their views are of Jesus because they're bringing Jesus into this. Yeah. First, it's the burn in hell. You're really Nazis and so forth. But now she's bringing Jesus into this. Joe, when she says, does Jesus love the ignorant? I like to think he'd gladly take us all. And she says that again later in the song as well. Yeah, and we believe very, very strongly uh, that in, in universal atonement, meaning Jesus died for all, he tasted death for everyone, it shows his heart, he doesn't will that any would perish, it says, but that all would come to repentance, come to me, all of you that are weary and heavy laden, and, and I'll give you rest for your souls, that he says, I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather the wicked would turn from his evil way and live, turn back, you know, turn back from your evil way, it was why would you die then, right? So he, he, we're called, that's his love, but guess what he calls us to? Because he doesn't call murderers to just stay murderers. 
And it's called thieves and drunkards. And, you know, so if we bring a bunch of murderers into his kingdom, into the heavenly kingdom, it's not going to be heaven anymore. Be ruined, man. You fill heaven with a bunch of murderers, it's not heaven anymore. It's basically the evil that's going on down here. So you have to repent, Chad. You have to get right with the Lord. So he invites all, and he wants to have all, but she wants to pretend that he's going to accept us all, even if we're butchering innocent babies. That's not what the Bible teaches. In fact, the Bible says no murderer has eternal life in them. And that's because we truly do care for women, Pink, because we know the scriptures say male or female. In Christ, there's neither male nor female in Galatians 3.28, and that none of us can be saved unless we repent of our sin and turn from being murderers because Jesus died for murderers. In fact, it's really interesting, Chad. Moses, he committed murder. Yeah. He was forgiven. King David, he committed murder. Wow, he was forgiven. The apostle Paul, he presided over murder, having Christians killed. And guess what happened? They all repented and they got right with Jesus and they all got saved, amen? Well, guess what? You could get saved because Paul said he was the chief of sinners. And Pink, I was probably a worse, far worse sinner than you were, but the grace of God came in my life, amen. man. And if Paul gets saved, if Chad gets saved, I get saved, even Pink could get saved, any of us could get saved. But guess what? He does accept, he, he will have us all. Says he wills that all would be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth, 1 Timothy 2.4. The question mark is, will you come to the knowledge of the truth? Will you admit that you are not God and bow before the one true God and submit to Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life? That's how you come to the Father, only through Him, he said. Amen. And, you know, one of the things is, and I know before we were about to get into part of the Q&A session, for you guys that are just joining us, I know a lot of the audience just came on uh, recently want to say hi to you guys. Uh, welcome. If you're not getting as many responses as I usually give, Tony is on there and he is saying hi. I just saw you make a couple of highs there, Tony. Oh, hey, Tony. Hope, Texas. <laughs> Praise God. It's nice to have somebody back home helping us out because we'd be lost out here without you there, Tony. Um, but nonetheless, we, we are so excited to be talking about these subjects, Joe. And uh, I, I wanted to reiterate something we were talking about a little bit earlier, that it does seem that that, that stuff like this, these, you know, these argumentations for pro-life, pro-choice, whatever it is, there seems to be this line in the sand that's being drawn. One is, for, for us, as you had mentioned, we're not on either side in terms of we're, we obviously want to see babies saved. That's what we want, first and, uh, not first and foremost. First and foremost, we want to see people know the Lord and come to a saving relationship with Jesus Christ. But that alone will save a lot of babies. <laughs> but uh, oh, thanks, Tony. I'm not lost. Thank you so much. Um, praise the Lord. He said, I'm not lost. I'm a blood bought believer. That's an amen to that. But, but we also see that because of this chasm that our society is coming to, that there are some radical people on that side as well that would love that reconstructionist, right? And we like to say, hey, there is a big problem both with the reconstructionist, whether it's the Calvinist reconstructionist or the theonomist and so forth, or the NAR as well, which is almost like a subgroup. New Apostolic Reformation, but King, the, Kingdom Now people. Kingdom Now, they're not Calvinistic typically, but guess what? They're NAR and they're all of this. And we see that, that spirit as well. But obviously, when it comes to this divide, we see somebody like Pink saying, look it, they're all just Nazi. So now us, you and I, Joe, and most blood-bought believers that say we want to fight to make sure these babies aren't being killed, we're not only lumped in with some of the crazies over here, but now it's, well, you're just Nazis, which is, Joe, mind-boggling to me yeah. to say Let's outlaw, which is what we would actually say, go further than what the Supreme Court did. Let's outlaw the slaughtering of innocent babies to say that you're actually a Nazi for wanting to stop 
slaughtering. Well, Chad, I mean, what know, is this crazy? You world? know, the Democratic Party, the, the the woke crowd way back when, the left way back then was very opposed to Christians wanting to outlaw the the, the enslavement of black oh, yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, it was a left. If you look at the whole history, I mean, Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. If you look at the civil rights movement, even just not too many decades ago, uh, it was conservative majority that was able to get that through with more people on the conservative side promoting civil rights. But guess what? They don't tell you that in you know the leftist government schools, you know. But uh, you're exactly right, Chad. It's all it's all jacked up. Uh, so it's, it's imperative that we understand there's a big distinction uh, between if anyone parallels the Nazis again, is it those who think it's wrong to butcher babies? And by the way, we're not even we're not even physically fighting it. We're just praying. We're seeking God. We're preaching the truth boldly. Uh, the Bible talks about being bold as the righteous are bold as lions. We stand for the truth. We stand for life. The Bible warns us in the book of Proverbs uh, that we're going to face the judgment of God if you know we see the, 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 the innocent being taken to death and we do nothing about it. So we proclaim God's truth because we will stand before God to give an account on what we do for the most innocent among us. And by the way, if there's any kind of parallel with the Nazis, the Nazis were killing mass people. And they were using their governmental power to do that. And... Guess what the left wants? They want the government to be allowed to, in fact, to kill the most innocent among us and continue to keep it allowed. But it's not six million, it's 10 times plus that amount, 60 million that have been butchered. No, and it's heartbreaking, guys. And you know, we, we had someone on here, Joe, ask, and this will be the last thing we talk about in terms of this part before we move into some of the questions. But they were asking how someone, uh, someone could actually come to Christ after having an abortion, you know, and that's something that we should talk about as well, mm -hmm. because I think Jesus was really clear on this, that anyone who comes to him, he will not cast out, Amen, that, that Jesus' yoke is easy, his burden is light, come all who are weary and heavy laden, it is that contrite heart, that, contr that heart of contrition that God will accept. So I want to encourage you that, Joe, and I'm, I'm sure before we let go, and I know Tony's trying to encourage them too, if somebody has had that abortion, has taken that step, that we, it's no problem calling out murder. We don't believe in that false dilemma that you can't call out abortion, but also want to see those who have made that horrible, horrific, sinful mistake mm -hmm. also come to know Christ. Yeah, and it's important for you to understand, and, and I kind of in a way, answered this question when I wasn't really even trying to answer the question. When I mentioned the, some of the greatest man, men of God in the past, whether it's Moses, King David, yeah. and the Apostle Paul, who wrote half the books or so of the New Testament, they all had committed murder, you know, before they really, uh, you know, were, they weren't walking with the Lord, obviously, when they did that. And they all obtained mercy. And Paul said, as the chief of sinners... God gave him mercy, forgave him. He says that right after, this is so important, whoever you are, because you know what, we know a lot of people in our audience. You know, I do, as a pastor, you do a lot of pastoral counseling and you counsel people, you know, all over the place. And one of the biggest struggles people have is would God accept me because of the sins that I've done? And I, I feel so horrible. I was counseling a new brother that started coming to church for the first time, him and his wife, we just baptized them. Beautiful brother, man. And, and his, his wife is sweet and special too. And just both love Jesus, man. And we just baptized him at the beach along with several other people. And, and his heart was like, I've been so bad, you know. And he would, heartfelt, he'd come up to me after service. Can I really be forgiven? I'd spend time encouraging him, counseling him, praying with him. And I mentioned to him, I go, you know what? You know who the greatest candidates for the kingdom are? The, the ultimate candidates? The very first uh, scripture that's mentioned, the very first thing that Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount is, blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of God. 
And being poor in spirit is recognizing that you're spiritually bankrupt, that you deserve damnation, that you deserve death, which we all do. It's coming to the acknowledgement that I can, will God even accept me as being poor in spirit? And then recognizing that the Bible says where sin abounds, grace far more abounds. His grace is so amazing that the scriptures say if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. See, Jesus died for all of our sins. So any sins that you've committed, and this goes for men too because uh, men, whether boyfriends or married men who have encouraged their wives to, to end the lives of their children, kill, murder, they're guilty too. You men need to repent of that. You were accessory to this, and we sometimes overlook that. You don't dare overlook that. Men are carrying guilt too that they need to repent of. Amen. So if you simply repent, Jesus said, and Chad, I love that verse too, whoever comes to me, I will not cast away. He's not going to cast away. In fact, he died to save you. It's not, he's not like, hmm, do I want to save you? No, we just said he wills that all would be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. He doesn't wish that any would perish, but that all would come to repentance. So the key is this. Right before Chad Paul said that, he, uh, that, that he's the chief of sinners, right before that and what he said right after that is so critical for us to understand. He said it's a trustworthy saying deserving full acceptance that Christ Jesus came in the world to save sinners. He came to save you. And then Paul says, of which I am chief or the worst of all. And then he goes on to say after that, that he saved me to show others who would come to him later or after me would come to faith that they too would be accepted. So the whole reason Amen. God saved Paul was not just to save Paul, praise God for that, but it was all to, so to, to say, hey, he'll save anyone because he saved the worst sinner. No, praise God. And I think we just got a really cool praise report, Joe, that I want to read. And, and I think this would be a perfect time. It'll segue us really right into, so we can tell a little bit about those who are just joining us also what we're doing out here in Costa Rica. Uh, but someone wrote in, his name's Bobby Dean on the comments there. He said, Chad, a month ago on a live stream you guys did, I told you I was using they sold their souls to reach my sons. And you said you would pray for them. And I mm -hmm. did, bro. And he said, God brought one of them back home to me. Oh, praise, praise the Lord, the Lord right? Thank you, Amen. Jesus. <laughs> praise God. And we're we're pro-life in many ways. <laughs> a, a, amen. So praise God for that. And Hallelujah. I, I wanted to also say this. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to read it all out because it just happened. I just got this message. Uh, I had shown Tommy, um, who's running the camera for us, and a, and a few other people so far. And I'm going to call David up here in a second. But uh, just a few days ago, right before, I think right before we left, I had someone has send me on my personal Instagram page, which I don't really use a lot or whatever, but uh, they actually sent me an ad request. And I was like, ah, okay. And I accepted them as a follow. And then when I look at their page, their whole page is satanic. The last thing they posted was the devil in me. It was a song that they had, and they had mm. a lot of followers. And, yes. and I looked by, yeah, but this is their own song. So it was different. Oh, their different. version. Yeah, and, uh, and I looked, and they had only had one person they were following, and it was me. And I thought, oh, that's really interesting. Mm. And then when I went back and I looked at my messages, I had some message requests, and he wrote me uh, to say thank you to you and myself because he is leaving that all behind, and he had never known God, and he was, he was into Satan and everything, and now he's leaving that all behind to follow Jesus, and he doesn't even know Praise what that God. means, but he wants to do it. I haven't even written him back yet, but it came to my my thought process and just uh, praise the Lord uh, we praise the Lord for you brother and that your eyes are being opened yeah amen keep I mean, trusting Jesus he'll continue to deliver you just incredible you've been listening to the Good Fight Radio Show brought to you by Good Fight Ministries if you're blessed by this show and would like to partner with us please consider visiting our Patreon page at patreon.com slash goodfight or you can write to us at PO Box 2202 
Simi Valley, California, 93062. Or call us toll free at 1-866-JC-TRUTH. That's 1-866-528-7884. We hope you'll tune in next time on the Good Fight Radio Show.